Hey everyone, welcome to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys, and we are going to be reviewing for this episode, we're going to be reviewing Chapter 11 of The Mandalorian. Joining me tonight is Sequester Jester. Hey, hey. Pinhead. What's up? And Kuya. I have spoken. So just to give everyone a heads up, we're actually going to be doing a soft reboot of sorts. So for these Mandalorian Chapter reviews we're no longer going to include them as the regular episode count so as far as the name of what we're going to call the uh the mandalorian <laughs> chapter reviews we're still going to decide but we will update everyone so in case you see that information change don't worry um but it'll all be like taken care of so so this is chapter 11 and it's called the heiress directed by bryce dallas howard so this is technically uh, chapter 11, but it is the third episode in season two. And it is the shortest at 35 minutes. But for 35 minutes, holy fucking shit. Or as they've said in the episode, dink ferret, or however you say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how you even say that. Yeah. Like, uh, but man, the, it went by way too fast. It did. Yeah. But for... For the short amount of time that the episode had had for 35 minutes, to me, it felt like a good solid 45, 50 plus minute uh, chapter. So Very correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the description here, all it says is the Mandalorian braves high seas and meets unexpected allies. So just a little bit of backstory. On Thursday, we had Katie Sackhoff, who is... Uh, very popular in the sci-fi world as um, she played Starbuck on the 2005 uh, Battlestar Galactica show, which uh, I know I need to watch. I've heard so much great stuff about it. So it, it is really good. And uh, we are going into spoilers right off the bat. Too, yes, so. in case you didn't know. Yeah, so we're jumping yeah. right into spoilers. So on Thursday, she tweeted... Is it Friday yet? So when she tweeted that, of course, when you look at the replies, everyone is like replying like with all these gifts. What's going on? I replied with Peter Griffin saying, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 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 getting excited like, hold on, hold your horses or hold your bandwidth yeah. in this case. So she, uh, a few hours later, she did uh, follow up with that tweet saying, for those of you that seem to not know, dot, 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 Friday is my cheat day. Emoji of hamburger, pizza, french fries, martini, 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 mm, all these martini. Yeah. They're like, sure. sure. Right. Nice so, one. Just a heads up. Uh, last year, she did tweet that, uh, and it's no secret, of course, that yes, she's, she's uh, been in Battlestar Galactica, and she has played the voice of Bo-Katan Kree's on the Clone Wars animated series and Star Wars Rebels. But last year, she did tweet uh, something, to, I can't find the exact tweet, but something to the effect of um, today was a career high. This is around November of last year when she tweeted, today was such a career high. I can't wait to share what I did with all of you, but when, it's, when the time is right, I think you'll all be excited. So when she tweeted that, that and this was when around the time when Mandalorian season one had already premiered, had already started premiering, but we knew that they were already filming season two as well. 
So when she tweeted that, that already raised a lot of eyebrows. And then of course, Thursday she tweeted, I can't, is it Friday yet? It got everyone excited. And then sure enough, I was so excited to get off work Thursday night when I got home and I looked at that episode description and it said, the Mandalorian Braves high season meets unexpected allies. I was like, holy shit, here we go. (laughs) So I hit play. And then before you, it's basically 10 minutes in the, within nine minutes, we basically, Mandalorian is in trouble because he gets set up in the trap with those, um, those Quarren. And they basically, that one of the, the Quarrens, like who's supposed to lead into the uh, other Mandalorians like him, basically uh, hits Baby Yoda's uh, pod into that trap within the boat to be fed by a Mama Quarren or uh, yeah, that, that uh, beast. And in the in the I ocean, what that was. and so sure enough, as uh as that thing comes up to swallow Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda's fast on that on that close button on his uh on his little egg pod on his pram, and it basically shuts as that thing like swallows Baby Yoda in the in the pod, so he's okay, and then Mando's like going after him, basically dives in. They lock that thing on the on the on that boat on that cage. So Mando's trapped. So he's trying to get Baby Yoda. Of course, like, I'm not sure if this helmet is like, I don't think it's exactly sealed. Like water's getting in there. It didn't sound like, it sounded like he was kind of drowning a little bit, like gurgling, not- you know, all that stuff. And and right. he was struggling because every time they were like poking at him, you know, he would kind of like come back up for air again. So I don't think it's sealed either. Right. And then of course, sure enough, like they're trying to like stab him, stab his hands because they also want the best car. So, you know, this trap, this elaborate trap that was set up, like they just want the best car. They're feeding, they want Baby Yoda to be fed. And then before you know it, out of nowhere, you've got Bo-Katan and these two other Mandos, another, uh, another female and a, and a male Mando, like fighting and just blasting and kicking the shit out of everyone. And that's what I flipped out. I, as I was watching the episode, I, got, I grabbed my phone. I started recording myself reacting to what was going on that was not fabricated or anything that was not acting that was a genuine reaction so i posted that on my instagram some people saw that it's also on my tiktok a jedi mike 1138 so that flipped me out because it was finally happening we're seeing bo katan in live action and then sure enough as they save him they they pretty much eliminate everyone and they open the cage they get mando out and then the other the other female Mando, who turns out to be um, Sasha Banks, Banks, dives in the water, and then uh, Bo-Katan tells Mando, "Don't worry about the kid. We we have you, brother. We'll take care of him, brother," or something like that. And so uh, Sasha Banks gets you hear you you can see and hear like some laser laser blasts in the in the water, and then Sasha Banks jets out of the the water and lands. She has the uh, baby yoda in the pod the pod is damaged and she basically opens it up and of course mando picks up baby yoda and he's okay uh we knew that he that he's okay of course um because disney won't let anything happen to their billion dollar money-making little muppet i didn't like that uh the the pram was bent that kind of concerned me i was like uh is he okay in there because man that thing had a huge dent in it really big dent but Man, the next thing so. is Baby Yoda is really tiny, so there's there's a there's a bubble in there. There's enough space in there. But yeah, when uh, I also wanted to point out when 
when Bo-Katan reaches out to Mando, it's the exact, it looks exactly the same as the Mando from the Death Watch that yep. reaches out to him when he was a kid, when they saved him from the super battle droids, the trade, pretty much the, the trade federation. So it was another callback, <coughs> uh, which was really cool. And then before you know it, Bo-Katan and the other Mandos take off their helmets and he's yeah. like, Mando clenched up like, again was like, what, where did you get that armor? Where'd you get that armor, right? <laughs> like, come on, dude. <laughs> and now it's very interesting because yeah. ever since we've been introduced to Mandalore, so for those who are not familiar with the Clone Wars animated series, in season two, we are introduced to the Mandalorians and Mandalore. And even then in season two, we see Mandalorians, whether it's pre-Vizsla with the Death Watch or Bo-Katan or any other Mandalorians with that armor, they take off their helmet like they're free balling it. Like, take it off, bro. It's okay. Free ball it once in a while. Like, you know, <laughs> like breathe. Let it breathe. So it was really interesting because they mentioned it as soon as he says, like, you know, you're not. Oh, you're one of those. Yeah. You're one yeah. of those. But one it of was those. like when she, she called him a child of the watch, I was kind of like intrigued because she called them a religious, like, zealot group yeah. that. Uh, well, they wanted we're the adopting old way. the old no. ways, so like, so that that mentality that Mando has is like from way, way. I'm assuming, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm assuming this is like way back to when they fought Jedi in those wars, you know, yeah, back in the and, day. And yeah, yeah, so to hear that there was like these two, you know, you have the Mandalorian race, but then you have like a religious cult, and then you know, true blooded Mandalorians. And then all this, like, so I'm curious if I don't remember remember Bo-Katan ever talking about uh, foundlings and then making them into the Mandalorian creed. Like, is that only a child of the watch thing? Like, what is that? You know, really, I still a lot more questions, but at least we're actually getting some questions answered from last season of like, yo, when, you know, what the heck? Why can't uh, he, he take his helmet off when we saw everyone's face in the Clone War show and then Rebels and everything, you know? So, right. So I, way. I think it's cool because there is that, that the, the great thing about the Star Wars universe is that now, like, you can, there's so much ground to cover. As far as, like, yes, you've got the Skywalker saga, there's still so much to do before the Skywalker saga and after the Skywalker saga. So, or even in, in between, you know? And this show takes place approximately five years after. Return of the Jedi and yeah like as far as like she mentions the purge and she mentions that so she basically mentions that Trask is a black market being used by the Empire or remnants of the Empire uh, and they've they've obviously overtaken Mandalore and they're taking weapons or they've taken the the resources of course in season one we're introduced to the Beskar um, that Mando gets as payment for, for retrieving baby Yoda, uh, for retrieving the child, he gets that Beskar and it's stamped with the Imperial cog. I mean, this shit yeah. belongs to them, but the fact that he's getting paid is like, you know, and that's why he, he uses the, the armor. And then of course, later on in season one, he ch- has a change, change of heart and he saves the child because he exact, he remembers what uh, the, the situation that he was in. So 
I love that they're setting up. Now I'm seeing a larger, a bigger picture of, because uh, the last time we saw Mandalore was uh, the beginning of this year in the Clone Wars, when uh, season seven, when they showed the, um, the Siege of Mandalore, which is a huge part of the, of, um, the Clone Wars season finale. And of course you have Bo-Katan asking, uh, basically asking for Ahsoka Tano's help. And so Bo-Katan mentions here that the Empire is taking all these weapons and we wanna, we wanna uh, take, uh, take back Mandalore. And she says, of course, that the whole setup, uh, that she needs his help. She can help Mandal uh, Mando uh, find a Jedi, lead him to the Jedi, but first she needs his help. And so I love that, of course, like every time Mando needs something, they also need something from him. So it's basically a trade-off of like, you help me, I help you, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. So, yeah. and so they ask for his help because there's only three of them now with four, like, of course, it's just more, you know, and having more, more armor, it's, it's a huge, uh, it makes a huge difference for them. So they basically tell Mando to, they, they scout the ship that they're going to attack and basically take over, but they only mention to him that they want to take the weapons. And she even mentions that they have something that yeah. belongs to her. So, which is obviously- oh, Can I say too, yeah, when they were having that, when they were having that talk, what before, like when, you know, they're deciding to do this mission, he mentions that when she's trying to take back uh, Mandalore, he mentions that it's, it's destroyed the empire. Once they realized they couldn't have it, they basically made it unlivable. And then she replies with, don't believe everything you hear. And I thought that was interesting because the last time we saw Mandalore was season three, four of Rebels, where, you know, Bo-Katan is literally getting the black, the dark saber and they've defeated the empire off the planet. So when she says she fought in the purge, clearly that time that we, that we don't see like it happened right about there because they must have come back and wiped them all out you know so if there is this remnant of the of a planet left then like i wonder if we're going to see it in this show if we're going to see mandalore again i know? think so because they won't be mentioning and they won't be introducing her and having her mention um that she wants to take back mandalore if we're not going to see it the show is yeah. called The Mandalorian, so <laughs> I think we're going we're going to see Mandalore, and I think they basically set up after Mando is done uh, and uh, bringing Baby Yoda to the Jedi to where he belongs. That's going to be his next thing. He's going to find a cause because he does mention Mando even mentions like no one can set foot on Mandalore. Like that's a death sentence or yeah. something like that. He says something yeah. like that. So. And of course, last week's filler episode, which a lot of people were <laughs> like, filler bullshit. <laughs> oh god! Um, but now, like you, now that we see this chapter, we see that it pays off because you had the frog lady, who who ba Mando basically helped, and then of course there's a nice touching moment at the beginning when she reunites <laughs> with her husband, and then her husband sees you know the egg, and of course the whole like out. That, up uh... Yeah, that, that frog on frog thing. I wasn't really in, into that at all. Oh, come on. Bro, did, did you want them to do the, the, like, the, the frog? They, huh? they could have just hugged. They could have just hugged their booped, you know, instead of like, ah, 
Oh, come on. It was a touching <laughs> moment. It was a touching moment. It was a touching moment. Oh, nope. Nope. And, yeah, but, yeah, it was. This, I, like, like, my name is not say, uh, Sir David Attenborough, and uh, like you know, and this ain't, this ain't a nature show. It's the Mandalorian. Oh, come so on. So any any fro- frog on frog action is I I totally mm-mm. nope. Oh, did I not say last the, our last podcast too that like if if they follow suit with season one that episode three or chapter eleven will be a banger. Like after this after this filler episode, you know, we have this awesome, amazing. Uh, yeah, you also with, you also with, said that like you know some, a certain person is not gonna show up. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you shut the hell up. <laughs> Mike's been oh, waiting. Oh Mike's- boy! So we, <laughs> so we jump into that shit. Not, not no, quite. not yet. I just wanted to twist the knife because like uh, like Mike, Mike's gonna <laughs> pull up. it. Shut up! I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna twist it. We'll have that or, juicy talk later. Or twist the lightsaber. Oh yeah, because like you know, so, like, I'm I'm still I'm still like, disgusted about the the froggy thing that that happened. I'm not... <laughs> oh, <laughs> really quick, you know. Oh, and like what I noticed though, like when when like when um uh, when the child was like eating the or looking at the the chowder, I like that that little uh, homage to uh, the face huggers for aliens. Yeah, I thought when it jumped into his, his face, I was like, whoa, yeah. that's yeah. kind of cool. And then like she like and then the, the child kind of freaked out. I'm like. Wait, why did you freak out? You, you would normally just like pull it, pull it, and then eat it. Yeah, then why are you freaking out right now? Play with your food. Yeah, don't play well, with your food. In his face. <laughs> so you know, he was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. So I do want to mention um, with that, with last week's quote-unquote filler episode, you have that established relationship, and then of course, Baby Yoda eating those, eating those unfertilized eggs. Holy shit! Like you know. <laughs> There is a huge uproar. People are canceling yeah, Red Alert. Yo, yo, they're, they're, they're canceling Baby Yoda. You a know that, right? A fictional character. A fictional character. Holy yeah, shit. I never thought I'd see the day. I mean, people are so fed up with 2020 that they're like, fucking cancel that Baby Yoda shit. Like, he's eating fucking <laughs> fertilized eggs. Fuck him. I'm like, Disney's oh, like, God. just laughing at everyone's face. Baby no, Yoda's yeah. going to keep drinking his cup of soup, his cup of chowder. Because he's like, fuck you guys. He, he's going to eat whatever the hell you want. He's Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. He's too, too cute to be canceled. We can't do that. Yeah. So anyway, um, the, the setup of the episode is great. And once the action begins, as they raid the um, the ship. Uh, the Mike, Mike ship, hold on. Hold on one yeah. second. The, is it just me or did um, the, the bartender uh, in, in the shop, like where he, the, the, that Mon Calamari sounded like fucking uh, Admiral uh, Akbar? No, it's just you. Yeah, okay, because because yeah. or do 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 they all sound like that? <laughs> no, no. So Kuya, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt of like the inflection or maybe the the um. No, no, because accent it, 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 is the same, but not the like, same. Like, what, what do you want? It's a yeah. you know, like what do you want? Maybe when they start to dry out from being on land for so long, they start to sound like that. You know? Yeah. Like <laughs> I was just like, what the hell, dude? Like, like I'm like. <laughs> like you, you, be, you you turn from like admiral to this fucking thing what the hell bartender on some planet named oh. Trask oh no he's still admiral he's somewhere around the galaxy oh, like it's a, Star Wars. He, he was probably yelling at Mando while he was looking at Mando from afar like it's a trap <laughs> he's coming down from the fireball so, but yeah so uh, when the action kicks in when they raid the imperial ship it's just non-stop I love the music as well it's just like this badass music. 
they basically fly off as a ship take uh, as a ship takes off, and they have some time before they can make the jump to hyperspace for the uh, the, the this imperial ship. So they basically jetpack, you know, into the ship, and then stormtroopers are 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 flying like in the in the cockpit windshield, and like the the captain the captain looks really familiar. I don't know the actor's name. But I've seen him in some. Oh yeah, what if I seen that guy in? And he's like, like, what's going on? He's like a, he's like a like a side gangster in like a gangster movie somewhere. Yeah, but I, I was having a hard time pinpointing where he's from. You know, he he was he did great in this episode too because it's so it's so like World War Two Nazi esque. You know, the Empire. I just love it. I love that they're like really bringing that home with every time we see them with the client to right. uh, Moff Gideon to then like just this pilot, you know, long live the empire. Like what is this? And it's just, it basically, it's just a template that's been established within the original trilogy. Yeah. It's there. So Absolutely. They're, just, they're just continuing it. It's the, it's the same exact thing that we've seen before. So it's just a, basically a continuation of it, which is great. So, as the uh, as Mando and Bo-Katan and the Mandos are making their way into the ship, uh, the captain tells the other Imperial officer, "You need to hold them off until we can make the jump to hyperspace." And that other oh, like, that other officer is great too, because they're like holding off all the stormtroopers are like ready, and then and then as soon as they see the they see the, I, oh, I want to say also that when they mention like oh pirates, we've got pirates. And then one of them, one of the Imperial officers tell them, tells the pilot, like, they're Mandalorian. And the pilot just looks at the captain. Yeah. No words are said when the, when, when they yeah. say that they're Mandalorian. Uh, it's it's We're screwed. Yeah, there's that look. Uh, Pinhead, you mentioned Bosch. Yeah, that's the yeah. actor, Bosch. Yeah. Titus. Oh, that's who it is. I forgot his last name. Titus something. That's right. Yeah. That's where I know him I, from. I haven't Nicole. seen that show, but I've heard about it. So, I mean. He's done a lot of stuff. He's done, like, you've seen him in a lot of, like, he was in Olympus Has Fallen. He's oh, okay. Been, like, there we go. He's done, cam- like, he, he's done cameos in a lot of stuff for you. Like, oh, shit, it's Bosch. Like, you always see him in a lot of stuff. Yeah, right. no, that yeah, that brought it home. Servicemen, you. you know, a cop, crooked uh, gangster, yeah. like he, yeah, he, he was like a, like a crooked cop or something. Yeah, like. he's yeah. played everything. Like if it, if oh, it's a he, he was the crooked can... cop in um the town. Yes, yes. Oh, he was, dude. He was oh my with god. John Hamm. Yep. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I remember John Hamm's right hand man. That's right. Yeah, like he's done every. If there's a character of it, he's been it. Like he's okay, done so everything. His name is Titus Welliver. Yeah, that's it. I couldn't remember his last name. Pretty excellent actor. So yeah, um, he did great. But yeah, I wanna I wanna go back to that um when one of the the, the other officer other officer mentions on the radio on the comlink to the pilot like they're Mandalorian, and the pilot just gives a look to the captain. No words are said. Fuck, 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 fuck. fuck, fuck. <laughs> that looks, that looks like, yeah, because they see the, they see the, um, the heat, um, signature. The, the little bleep, yeah. They, they said there's, it, there's only four of them. There's only four of them. And then their Mandalorian comes after, and then he just gives that look, and he's like, holy shit. Yeah. So, and the, he he looks, looks, see him there. We saw, no, that was the good thing is that we saw the action, 
And then we saw this tension on the bridge where they could do nothing but just listen and watch. And I love that that break from the the awesome action to that tension that those three guys were having the entire uh, raid of the ship. Right. Amazing uh, aspect of storytelling to where like, you know, we're rooting for the Mandalorians, but then we're kind of like, man, we kind of feel bad for these guys because they can't do anything about it. You know, it's it's over. Yeah. So yeah, like, and they, they trapped them in the the storage control uh, area. Cargo, <laughs> the cargo control oh, area. The cargo control, yeah. As soon yeah. as the as soon where? as they see the the Mandalorians making their way in through the through that space. Seal the doors. The other the other officers like seal the doors, and he like the way he the way he moves his body, and the way he says it, seal the doors, seal the doors. Like <laughs> he's like he's just like fuck it, he's hiding close it now, close it now. Yeah. And so yeah. they're like, all of them, all of them. So they close all the doors. And <laughs> Captain asks him, where are trapped. Where he's trapped. In the they're cargo trapped. control area. Where? And then, the... and then they get sucked out. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. So, that, was fun. that was funny. Yeah. And then, of course, um, they, they get a breather. Yeah, go ahead. I, I have a comment, like, because this, this is the scene after that, like, is uh, Bo-Katan was going to be like, you know, we're going to we're going to go into the bridge and shove it up your ass and all that stuff. Right. Prepare the team. So, Prepare some team. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. Prepare some team, whatever. So anyways, um, like they were charging and then and then Mando was like, this isn't part of the plan. Like you're changing the plan. Yeah, because you know, all, all, they're taking the ship now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weapons, yeah. Just the crates. Yeah. No, I did my part. Like, you know, I need to go back, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, and then and then he still decided to go with them, right? Um, the 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 that corridor where like they had the the repeater uh uh rifles and all that stuff, right? Yeah. The automatic mm-hmm. yeah. Like I thought Beskar armor would protect protect the Mando. Like in the sense like he was getting like tagged pretty good, but like it was bouncing off of him, which is fine, but he was still getting you know, like it looked like he was getting his ass kicked and shit. Like I, I don't know what's up well, with that. I mean, we see when he gets shot, it like it's like getting punched. Right. You know what I mean? So it. Oh, okay. So like, look, I've you know, our, so, so it's like our, it's like a different caliber, like you know, like for a gun, like. Well, like, I would say it's like Kevlar, you know, but it's it's a lot stronger than Kevlar, so you you feel the impact in the punch, but okay. you're not injured. You know what I mean? When he gets it, shot in the head, he he kind of like like whiplashes yeah, yeah. back. You know, and so especially with that repeater, dude, it's like getting yeah. punched over and over and over again. You know, that's how I took it anyway. I know. I was like, oh, looking at, it, I was like, I thought, you know, I thought the, you know, the the gun, the blaster fire is gonna bounce off. I mean, what the fuck? Why is he? <laughs> why, why is he getting like tore up? Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. He, no. I was like, they didn't, they didn't need this shit, but like, okay, you know, but. <laughs> It was fun, like you know, just him oh. blowing, he him Such blowing it up with with the two uh, uh thermal de- detonators and all that stuff was kind of cool. Oh man, with the, that talk too, when when he was, you know, uh, I felt such Vader and and Lando vibes when the you know you're altering the deal. This is not what we agreed. And then, <laughs> right. And, and then instead of like pray, I don't alter it any, any further. She just responds, "Well, this is the way," and it's this like, oh my way. gosh, dude, <laughs> brutal. And she just walks away, but. <laughs> Uh, he knows that if he wants the information, if he wants to be led to the Jedi, he needs to come. He needs to finish he needs to help her out. Yeah, and yeah, mm-hmm. um, I do want to add. Yeah, uh, we've seen before, like uh, in the last uh, chapter. So in chapter ten, at the beginning, when uh, Mando is riding that speeder bike back into Mos Eisley, when he gets ambushed and they blast him with a re- with a small blaster, it just bounces off. But with a repeater, with a heavier 
got yeah the intensity is yeah like, so 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 it's stronger. basically it's basically like a like a nine millimeter versus like a fucking right. five five six or yeah a, right. exactly AK-40. okay i got yeah. you so it's not like yeah because the stormtroopers blasters are the e11 blaster so with that i'm sure it will just bounce off like you know no mm-hmm. big deal but okay. yeah with a repeater that it's much more intense so as but what if it's they, like chewbacca's gun dude is that gonna, oh, dude! <laughs> there you go. He's gonna, he's gonna just, fly off. He's gonna. Maybe that's off. what made the dent in Boba's helmet. <laughs> I think. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, Boba's helmet is not Beskar, so you need to shut the hell up. Well, we don't. We don't know that. Yet. <laughs> well, yes, hold, it's hold the phone. Hold up! Hold up! Whoa, 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 hold whoa. up! Confirmed. Are you no. Jester? I'm. I'm quite amazed and appalled at the same time. Are you telling me you don't know where Boba Fett's? Uh, dent in his helmet came from oh my god you didn't oh, know no, hold on hold on i do know where but mm-hmm. is that canon is that canon confirmed because it's a deleted scene well um are you sure are we Holy talking shit. are we talking you're about gonna get thing? your boba fett card revoked right now <laughs> <laughs> holy shit boy i knew i was gonna be chapter i knew it was gonna be my episode <laughs> come on wait 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh, let me, me and Pinhead are just gonna twist the knife just a little <laughs> bit to the left right now. Okay. No, no, Mike, come on, bring it. Go Mike, ahead, Mike. Go. In Attack of the Clones, yeah. In Attack of the Clones, after Obi Wan fights Jango Fett on Kamino in that landing platform, as because uh, they get separated, right? They fall over. Uh-huh, Obi- yeah. Like uh, Jango uses like his um his his uh something from his arm, and he, like, basically catches himself. Obi-Wan falls down and, like, just has to, like, catch up, back up, right? So okay. as Obi-Wan gets back on the platform, Django has made himself uh, back up to the to Slave 1. As the Slave 1 ramp door closes, you see it and you hear it. Bunk, mm-hmm. the, the door hits his helmet. Okay. So that's where, if I'm not mistaken, that's where canonically that's where the dent comes from interesting but i think you're wrong on that on the aspect of we do not see the dent later on in the movie ah so okay, okay. so because i i like that scene a lot because they they mirrored that same scene in a new hope where the stormtrooper walks to the door and you just hear a dink you know as he hits the yes, yes. So they, they kind of like they kind of like laughed at themselves by doing that Right. Now, because I can't see that dent later on in the episode, especially, you know, when he's fighting uh, Mace and all that, the reason why I say the deleted scene, Mike, yeah, is that did you watch the deleted scenes from the Clone Wars series that they were going to uh, air but never finished? I, I'm pretty sure I have, but it's been a while. So, I can't so the according to the deleted scene from the show now i i'm sure he got his his dent from expanded universe and the only reason why i'm talking about this is because it's as close to canon as we'll probably ever get so cad bane and young boba gets uh boba's wearing his armor at the time of this incident and cad bane and him have a huge disagreement and they decide to square off like old high noon western style right and as as the time is ticking and they're all you know reaching for their blasters they both shoot at each other at the same time both headshots but as we know cad bane doesn't wear a helmet he has a hat so he dies and boba gets a dent in his helmet from that blaster shot interesting according to dave filoni's clone wars series that's what he wanted to do with with boba 
Right, right. So it's a what? blaster shot, and it didn't bounce off of the head. So, so it's not Beskar it, then. Which I would like to discuss because I don't know because I thought I think the same thing. I think it could be was it called Durasteel something like that. Yeah, yeah. But if, but uh, because because, because uh, technically Django isn't uh, a Mandalorian. Right, he but just copied the the uniform. Yes, correct, and that's my thing. Is like okay, because it's that that scene is not canon, because it's been it's not aired or whatever. Fine, whatever they call uh, finalized. Who is the creator of the Mandalorian? No, I know, I know, but I'm just saying it's not official yet. And that's my is, argument. Who is the so, creator of uh, the Clone Wars? I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying and it's not says, If he says, hey, you know what? That, remember that dent in Boba Fett's head? No, no, that was, so the, I, that was the fucking door. I, hey, he was I, a clumsy I, ass. <laughs> so that's canon then, right? Oh, no, dude. Are, no are, are we going to accept that? No, no, yeah, that, that's fine. That'd be okay. actually, that'd be kind of funny, but. Um, I honestly think that Dave Filoni will hang on to that storyline that he had with Cad Bane because he loved Cad Bane as a character, oh, yeah. you know, like that was his, that's his, another one of his babies. <clears throat> so that's well, my I'm argument. I'm surprised he didn't survive. That's kind of, that was the, the, funniest, well, was we, the don't well, we don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not canon yet. We don't, we don't know. We have no idea. See, see, like, <laughs> And he was like, well, I don't know. We might have it because because the one the, the one thing that Jester said that nobody that, that it's not, not going to show up this season. Oh, let me twist the knife again. Just oh, a little oh, bit. At any okay. rate, I will I will say this: Boba Fett still it doesn't take away from the fact that Boba Fett still is an overrated pig fucking pussy piece. Of pussy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but, um, ladies and gentlemen, that was Pinhead. That wasn't Kuya. Yeah, just letting you know so, that. Um, so, just for clarification, that's oh, that's oh, my awesome. that's my interest in that. Now that Boba is back, I'm curious if we're gonna get some of those things oh, and, um, answered. Just just speaking of like, since we're talking on the subject of Boba Fett, uh-huh. um, I wanted to um, acknowledge your your affection for uh-uh. said Boba Fett because uh-uh. Um, uh-uh. I understand now why why the song the strong silent types with a couple of a uh, couple of lines here and there, you know, would uh-uh. bring so much. You know, and in, in you, because like uh, <laughs> when, because when, because when Sasha Banks was just there, like just looking at her silently, and she only said like two things. I was just like, mm, God, I want to do her so bad. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So are you saying I want to do the same thing to Boba? Hey, I don't know. I don't know how you how you feel about Boba, but like, like I, I can understand because that's you know, okay. she she's a strong silent type. You know what I mean? Because like she. She she handled her her scenes very well, you know, without without like needing for lines or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, she and... she wasn't completely silent. She did talk. I mean, yeah, like a couple of lines, just like Boba, right? It's not like she was a mute, but she spoke right. in power. I, I know. Like, I mean, we just like she, you know, she bear hugged that stormtrooper and then like took him sky high and threw him in front of the ship. <laughs> like, I know. Dude, what the heck? You She's know, the great. boss. She don't need to say much to fucking have her presence known. Absolutely. I know, man. Oh, that booty though. Like I, as soon as I saw her, I, as soon as I saw the that Mandalorian with the booty, I was like, oh, Sasha Banks. Oh my I, God. I saw that one. No, I like, that, by man. the way, I, I do want to clarify when the Mandalorian season two trailer dropped. And that scene of uh, Sasha Banks with the cloak, with the hood, yeah. 
a lot of people, Twitter went ablaze and they were like, Ahsoka Tano. And no, like, no, no. You're fucking no. wrong. That's not Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was Ventress. I thought, I th- to be honest with you, I thought it was Ventress when other I saw pe- it. No. Other I thought people, it was Ventress. Other people were like, it's Sabine Wren. And you're like, <laughs> no, we, no, will no. Not, we will see if that's Sabine Wren. We're not sure. Yeah. Again. Hold the fuck on. Yeah. So well, anyway. We talked about that in the first episode. We kind of, uh, our first, very first episode of the podcast, we talk about that and we kind of, we don't even mention those actually. Yeah, we, we, like, we, we, what, what, what's, uh, what's Sasha Banks' name? Uh, Ka- Ka- Cosma something? What, what? What's the character Mercedes. name? It's Mercedes. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Her, I don't remember what her it's character Cosma, name is. Cosme something or other, but she's yeah. a hottie, man. Mm. You gotta have that shit. Hold on. I have to... Yeah. Mine's... Yeah, we, yeah, we do. We gotta be professional over here. What are her we name doing? Mercedes Renato. Yeah. Mm. Wait, that's her character name and No, and... that's her real name. That's her real name. Sasha oh, Banks. oh. So okay, so Sa- Sasha Banks is her stage name and her yeah. wrestler. Per- so her real name is Mercedes Bernardo? Yes. Okay, so her Mandalorian her character name is Koska Reeves. Mm, God, oh, that's such a Koska sexy Reeves. Name. Cool. Koska, <laughs> The mm. other the other Mando, the guy is Axe Woves. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, back to the back to the chapter. How how come all the girl Mandalorians have like the coolest names and then like the the dudes are like Jin Jaren. (laughs) Jin Jaren fucking Axe Woves. Jin Jaren, yeah. Well hey, I, I I gotta say the Axe Woves had a like awesome. Boba accent, Fett. Dude. You know, like he, what sound, the, what he sounded so cool. Axe Woves sounds so cool. If I'm not mistaken, Boba Fett was taken from George Lucas's um Love for Boy and Boy Action. School bully. He uh <laughs> he named it after the school bully who was named like something like Bob. And so he was like See? Bob See? A. Fett or something like that. See? Mr. Bob A. Feet. See, anyway, back to the chapter. Um, cancel Boba Fett. <laughs> so, hashtag, hashtag cancel the, Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back to the chapter. <laughs> can I can I destroy him now officially? Oh, yes, yes. yes. Been, right we've been waiting all night. Okay, go, 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 ahead, go ahead and go ahead and pull the knife. I have been waiting to do this shit. Let him bleed out. Friday early morning. In that ep- part of the episode, when they make their way to the bridge, okay, when they make their way to the bridge, and then Mando gets the captain and pulls him off to the side. Mando takes over with um, what's her name? Casca. Casca, uh, and they pilot the ship because it takes two. Of course, they're like trying to pull up because, briefly uh, mentioning before, the captain basically communicates with, uh, what's kidding. with um. <laughs> uh, yeah, Moff Gideon, and Moff Gideon is basically yeah. like, "Are these the same pirates who have like taken over last time?" And it's like it appears so. It's like, then you know what to do. Long live the Empire! And the captain just basically shoots off the two pilots, and he's gonna take the whole ship down. So it reminded me of the British, right? The British when they had their fleet, they would never want. Um, a, a pirate to take their ship. They'd rather see it down in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Actually, it reminded me of Pirates of the Caribbean when Jack Sparrow takes the ship and like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the guy who loves uh, Elizabeth Swan, the British captain was like, I'd rather see that ship down than in the hands of a pirate. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah dude. And that, that's, what the, that's what their plan was, right? 
And of course, for the Empire, like, yeah, like, bring the ship down, like, fuck these, like, pirates or whoever, like, they, they're not going to get their hands on all of our stuff, on our ship. Yeah. So he's basically, uh, the captain is basically, like, having the ship dive as they're making their way to the bridge. When they get to the bridge, um, Bo-Katan gets a hold of the captain, and she, like, pulls out a dagger from, his, from, her, from her gauntlet, and she's like, where is it? Where is he? Where's the dark saber? And it's like, holy shit, there it is. So, and and he's like basically telling her, you think uh, if you're asking me, you already know the answer to that question, something to that effect. And he and uh, she tells him like, I will let you live uh, as long as you bring it to me or something like that. You bring him to me or you bring me to him. And he's basically like, you can, you may let me live, but he w- he won't or he'll never let me live. So he bites into like, Electric cyanide. Yeah, electric yeah. cyanide pill. Yeah, that's what I put in my notes. Electric, electric cyanide, cyanide pill. pill. And then of course, like he dies, and he's like, "Ah, oh, shit, fuck this bullshit." And like they send a they send a homing beacon or a, a distress signal, so they they can't just take the ship anymore because they're gonna be able to track them. And so, man, like Mando, she tells Mando, like, or Mando tells her, like, "I need to go." Um, the offer still stands. Like, if you want to join us, if you change your mind, she said. She tells him, and then she tells him, like, go to, go to uh, the city planet of Corvus. There you will find. Wait, 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 wait. The, the second planet. Uh, city forest planet of Corvus. At least that's what I got. Okay, there. Corvus. For, forest moon of Corvus. Corvus. Yeah. Corvus. Okay. Thank you. Where, where, yeah. where? What? Where? What happened? You will find. Here we go. Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> Ahsoka <laughs> fucking Tano. Ahsoka fucking Tano, <laughs> and when he <laughs> and when she said that, I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" Fuck you, Jester. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! Fuck you, Jester. Fuck you and your Boba Fett. Your Boba Fett did not even get. Your Boba Fett did not even get uh, a verbal introduction. They showed him. Oh yeah, they showed him. But they're preparing this shit for Ahsoka Tano. So, you know, like, can, I, can and, I say that when she dropped that name, I was like, crap, Mike's going to kill me. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, I was well, legit butthurt. I was like, I'm never going to let this, this is never going to, I'm never going to live this down, man. It's over. Oh, it was, it was hilarious. When I, when I heard that too, I was just like, oh, Mike's going to fuck him up pretty bad. I spoke up. And, 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 and then, like, the next morning, I saw that. I saw the thing. But, you know, we're not going to see a Sugatano this season. And I was like, who said that? And I was like, oh, yeah, Jester said that. Yeah, if you remember last chapter <laughs> review, oh, I don't think we're going to, I don't think we're going to see a Sugatano in the series. Maybe, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, we're not going to see him. <laughs> and, oh, get him. And, and this is the same guy, of course, who said the night before the premiere of season two, oh, well, what do you think, Mike? Well, what if they do Boba Fett? Of course, creamed his pants at the end of the first chapter, <laughs> at the end of chapter nine. But you know, and hey, I got excited too when they showed Boba Fett at the end of uh, chapter nine. But I can uh, guarantee you this: I will be way more excited when they when we finally see Ahsoka Tano. And of course, Jester even says on the messenger thread, "Oh well, what if it's Ezra Bridger?" And I'm like, "Holy fucking shit!" It doesn't matter. Did she say Ezra Bridger? Hold on. Let me let me actually. <laughs> you, you're actually let gonna defend yourself? No, 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 no. no. So, oh yeah, I'll defend myself. But <laughs> I, I wanna... 
<laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Let, let, let me defend myself for the sake take of the L. Argument. Take the L. Wait, no, just yeah, yeah. I'm taking the L. But okay, I'm, okay, okay, I, okay. I, For the sake of an argument, I would like to say so. One one thing I would like to say is that this is awesome for for like this whole aspect of bringing um li- uh animated characters into live action. So I'm excited for that. Uh, I think that if we do see Ahsoka, it won't be for very long. Yep. Uh, it'll be like this Bo-Katan cameo. No, I think she'll come back, Bo-Katan. But I'm concerned, and I think that the writers might be too, with the fact that if they bring in so many of these old characters, it'll take away from the original plot line and all that stuff. But I'm... So... I... My argument on the uh, messenger was... Okay, that is where Bo-Katan knows ah- Ahsoka was last. Now, what if something happened to Ahsoka at this time? What if she left? Something else happened. The last time we heard that they were doing, they were her and Sabine, which we might also get to see when we see. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Is that a, is that a thing? Is what a thing? Ahsoka and Sabine. No, they mm-hmm. not in the way you want, Kuya. Hey, come on, no. <laughs> come yeah. on! It's 2020, uh, damn it! They're, they're, it's yeah, 2020. They're looking, they're looking for Ezra and and Thrawn. Um, okay, that's what that they teamed up to do that after the fall of the Empire and uh, Return of the Jedi. So, I think we'll see both of them at the same time. To be honest. <clears throat> but my my argument was the fact that like what if we don't see her, and that that only Bo-Katan knew where she was last, and then that was it, and that we see somebody else uh, uh, that we weren't expecting. So you're I mean, thinking she's gonna have like a thirty second cameo or something? For the sake oh. of argument, yeah, I, I don't think it's gonna be much. It might even just be the. Hey, it, it might be a ho- uh, like a hologram message. Like you know, like save, yeah, save me all. It, hey, yeah, but but to be honest with you, my Mike was still correct. No, no. Because <laughs> so, so. so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just saying. So, I'm just saying, I, right? Can I rebut? Can I rebut the argument? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, let's you, you, you you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned that what if? Okay, yeah. In the messenger thing, you mess you mentioned. Well, what if that was the last location that she knew that Ahsoka Tano was? Totally, totally plausible, but why will they specifically name drop? There you will find that the exact words are: "There you will find Ahsoka, motherfucking Tano." <laughs> so tell tell her that uh, Bo-Katan sent you. Tell right? her that's that Bo-Katan yes. sent you. That's yeah. that's where I admit my defeat because why such confidence, like, pre- right? precision on like exactly the whole thing. choice so, of words. Are very yes. specific, and that is where... <laughs> here's how I think what's going to happen, how it's going to play down. Okay, All we're right. actually going to see a pretty kick-ass action scene where Ahsoka's going to think like it's a fucking Mandalorian. She might, she may, she may go to toe to toe with Mando. Who knows? I think that would be a cool introduction. Okay. Kick his ass, you know, like lightsaber, like ass. you know, yeah, Why something not? like that, right? Why and then all, then all of a sudden, Baby Yoda be like this, and then. <laughs> So and then at the end of it, she's gonna be like, "Jester <laughs> fucking sucks," and so does Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just gotta lay it there. Oh, there you go. I mean, oh. you know, like no, that, that was I loved it. That was great. And I no, think so, 
Go ahead. Go and ahead. I think, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see, I, I know we're going to see um, Bo-Katan again because what, the way she set it up, that she's going to fight for Mandalore, she's going to get that Darksaber who is in the, uh, who, who Moff Gideon, Moff Gideon has a Darksaber. So we're going to see her again. We're going to see their oh, yeah. paths cross. Yeah, change. because not only that, they've hyped her up too much. Katie Sackhoff has hyped this shit up too much for her just to have like a measly couple of minutes in a, a one episode. She will be back. So, like, there's no doubt about that, that her character will return. Right. And, 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 and Sasha Banks. No, so so yeah. my my interesting thought to, to um, Mike's uh, – decision or not mike's um forethought of how ahsoka is going to be presented so i actually had the opposite um view of how ahsoka will be presented if we do see her in live action and i think she'll be more of like a gandalf figure when they you know very like um uh Gosh, what's you, the right like term? What you shall not pass? Very like for the kids. No, when we saw Gandalf the White for the first time and he was very, oh, okay. like, held back and like he knew he like you know, Ahsoka the last time we saw her, I mean for crying out loud, she had like the staff and the robes of white and and all right. this look, you know. I think that that's how we're gonna see her. Very like, like she her, doesn't hermit look, like she like she's gonna be. So like, she doesn't look like a Jedi. She's probably not gonna use her lightsabers or her force powers. So at that she's, time. she's gonna take her take uh, take herself away from the force. Type of no, thing. and I think she's very much still attached to the force. Yeah. I just think that she'll be. She's she, so confident. She's not, in she, herself. she's not gonna fight the you know the the Empire with her laser sword or anything like that. <laughs> no. She's gonna throw it over the cliff. No. <laughs> is she not no. stuck on uh, green milk? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni, and then uh, and John okay. Favreau are doing this one. Oh, okay. also, I know everyone's expecting Ahsoka Tana next episode. Guarantee I, you, she's going to be next episode. I can, I can like guarantee it. And I, I, like, like, like I might get smacked last in the year. face again. <laughs> now you Hold can on. guarantee, huh? Mike, Mike might smack me again next. Like as soon as the, as the. Uh, as soon as, it's, as it hey, starts, we see her. So, wait, wait, so, like, so, so next, so, so next, next podcast, next podcast when when Mike uh, introduces everybody, like you know, introduced me, introduced Pinhead, and then introduced Jester, and everybody's gonna be start laughing like crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so just for the sake of fun, next next podcast. No, no, no. Okay, so I, that, I don't that, think I don't think she'll be next episode. So I listeners, listeners, right? Listeners, Jester called it. <clears throat> At um, eleven thirty-two a.m. in Reno, Nevada. P.M. Or, or P.M. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, it's uh, it's twelve thirty-three here. So okay. So and anyways, uh, he called it that uh, Ahsoka Tano will not be in next next week's ep- or in next week's episode. Yep, I, I, I'm I'm standing. I will, stand, I will stand firm on that. Okay. I think he's going to be going to Navarro next episode. I, think, I, I really think so. The ship's I, trash. He won't make it to the planet that, that she's talking about. Well, hold up. At the end of the episode, he tells Baby Yoda, it's going to be a bumpy I know bumpy I don't know where to take you. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Wait, so yeah. next, yeah. Next, is next episode going to be a filler episode again? Probably. Probably. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> so, uh, so, at I the rate actually, this is going. So, I actually, um, here's what I'm thinking, right? So, the chapter 12. I th- if I'm not mistaken, the sixth episode is so one, two, three, 
So chapter 14 would be the sixth episode. If I'm not mistaken, that's that's the episode that's directed by Dave Filoni. I have a feeling yes. that we may not see Ahsoka in the next chapter. It may oh. be it may be a buildup. It may be a buildup. We may see her at the end of the next chapter or perhaps a buildup of two more uh, chapters until we get to chapter 14, which if, is uh, the episode, the chapter. If, that if we see a hologram, can we technically say that Ahsoka Tano was in that episode? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, if if we see a white robe somewhere looking looking over, like on over the shoulder. Uh, look until I see her face, more. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I yeah. mean, yeah, no, of course. But uh, like Mike was saying, I like, well, this is only episode three, man. And we've gotten a lot of information already, yeah. you know, like in the season two. So, well, I'm, I'm thinking like they're, they're just going to meet up already and then they're going to go battle for Mandalore. I mean, that's <laughs> from, from the pacing of, of, of it uh, all. It's just like, it seems like that's going to be there. I have no idea because I feel like we've already seen the entire teaser trailer we got, like in these episodes. Like there's nothing more other than the Navarro stuff. Like that's we haven't we've seen everything. Hey, um, who who was the actor that that tweeted about uh, Ezra? That's oh. Raul Cooley. When, yeah. when 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 was that? This was a few weeks back, if I'm not mistaken. And he just um he was uh he's busy on his social media. He posts a lot. He posted um he was building a Lego set of the Razor Crest. And then he posted that he watched the episode. He was wearing a black Lucasfilm hoodie for certain. Mm-hmm. So as Jester mm-hmm. mentioned, I think if we do see Ahsoka, there is a possibility that we could see Sabine as well. Um, but I think that, I think here's the thing. There's a reason why we saw Bo-Katan first and we're not seeing Bo-Katan yeah, and Ahsoka people. together because it's kind of hard to like you want to introduce these characters it has to serve the story uh, well so I think um, if we do see Ahsoka it may just be her and yeah it does make sense where we will most likely see her the, the way we saw her in Rebels uh, in that last part where she has that ho- white hood and that staff where she's more like Gandalf like but I think also Bo-Katan will probably ask for Ahsoka's help once again to overtake yeah, Like If, if, if uh, for example, if they land in Navarro, what's the name of the planet? Navarro? Navarro. Navarro, right? So if they land on it, like Ahsoka <clears throat> would still be in tune with the Force and he and she would uh, feel uh, the child, right? So she, wouldn't she uh, be looking for that? I don't think she I don't think she, I think her her eyes are on Ezra. I think that's what she's focusing on right now. Who knows? I could be totally wrong. Right. And then because Rebels takes place, what, like five years before A New Hope? Like five yeah. years before? Yes. But at the, for, this, for the show finale, they, they talk about what they're doing after the, the right. Battle of, of Yavin. Right. There's some time to take. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it could be that she, have, she may have already found Ezra. Or she's still searching for him uh, with Sam. Yeah. So that's, that's that's what makes me wonder. Uh, what's that actor's name again? That was teasing about you know getting into Ezra shape. Raul. Is that? Yeah, I wonder if he's pulling a Katie Sackoff. Where you know, is it Friday yet? Like, I'm really 
intrigued now. Because if if he pulls that if if he pulls that shit, like you you know, like Ezra's gonna be there then in that episode, and then and then for the most part, then it's like, oh, you're looking for Ahsoka. Let me right. let me join you. Right now, that that would be interesting to me if he finds Ezra instead of Ahsoka first. Like, you let know, me like, join you. And right. Like, oh, but shit. once again, <laughs> let's go back to those exact words. Of, I know. They I know. <laughs> I know. And I hung, I hung my head in shame when I heard it. I was like, ah. Oh. Even that that caption, that that meme, it's been, it's been done as meme. It's been done as a caption. I actually redacted it from the messenger thread because I I wasn't sure if if Pinhead already saw the episode, so I was like, oh, maybe it might have spoiled it for him. Nah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing spoils uh, Pinhead. Pinhead is like awesome. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I stayed I stayed off media because I can't watch until uh, Friday Friday night after I get off work because uh, so I like stay off I steer clear of it all. Like you know, seriously, I I like at twelve o'clock here in Arizona, I I, I turned on Disney Plus right at midnight, and I was looking for it like where where's the goddamn episode? And then I realized shit, it's Pacific time. <laughs> oh. Damn it! I got another hour. <laughs> I got a week for Another hour. Yeah. That that sweet sweet sound, those sweet words. There you will find a sofa motherfucking time. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, was I right? Was I right? I mean, I'm right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I love this episode, man. It was so good. Every uh, I love yeah. it. Me, I I understand now. Like again, like with with you know with. <clears throat> Uh, Jester's uh, affection for Boba Fett, like you know, I, the the strong signing type, like got me with the with Casca, man. So yeah, no, you know, my, much uh, much kudos to 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 your affection for Boba Fett, man. Well, I will say that this episode has brought on more questions as as what does it mean to be a Mandalorian? Because we have two diff now we have two different factions we're also looking at, and then. You know, I wonder. I wonder if uh, Jin is questioning his Mandalorian stature with how they react, how they are. You know, and and this whole idea of while well, he's just in a cult, like it kind of felt weird that he's like a part of a cult. You know, yeah. so he just she just said like religious zealots. It wasn't really a cult. <laughs> she said cult. Oh, did she say cult? She uh, said cult. Yeah, oh. and. When he asked her, "Where did you get that armor?" He's like, "This armor has been in my generation, in my family for three generation. fucking generations." Asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was worried to ask me that Mandalore. question. Like, fuck you. Wait, 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 like, where did you get your armor? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> Imperial. Yeah, this this ain't that guy wearing Boba Fett armor this time, bro. Uh, yeah. Right. So, also, want to mention, um, Mando leaves Baby Yoda with Frog Lady and Frog Frogman. Frogman. So without last week's filler episode, we wouldn't have any babysitters. Oh my god! Yeah. And sad. then also a progression that when he sees before yes. before Mando leaves him, when uh, Baby Yoda looks at the he egg, was gonna fucking look look was, at it like a snack, dude. Like he was about to oh, eat that motherfucking dot tadpole, dude. He, he sees it start to move. That there's life in it, and he's just like, ah! Now it's more tasty. He was <laughs> he, he was about to <laughs> eat it, man. He was, did you see that? Like, he was about to eat. He was like he was look, looking at it like, well, like a burger. He was like, I I like the very father son uh, growth that we're getting without last week's uh, filler episode, quote unquote. 
it was still we're, the same. we're seeing this father son like bond as well like when he's bringing them he's like mind your mind your manners be respectful and then as you know what i'm talking about as he's handing yeah. them <laughs> to the yeah. couple exactly and like and you know we even see some progression with with baby yoda too as as he sees the he's getting, he, yeah, the he's getting he's getting like the into that terrible twos or something, right? He's like, well, no, yeah, but no, but he sees, he sees the life in the bowl as the the tadpole, I guess I'm yeah, gonna yeah. call it, gets bigger. You know, he's excited and he he's not he, at this point to me, he wasn't looking at it like a snack. Oh, he and, was, dude. <laughs> well, but but when Mando picked him up when Mando picked him up and he was like trying to reach for it, still like, uh, uh, yeah. you know, he, he was like, I've got enough pets. No, you know what I mean? So it was kind of like, it was like, no, you can't take it home with you kind of thing, you know? And yeah. Cause he wanted to eat it. That's no, I don't like, think he, um, this he time I don't think he wanted to eat it. Yeah. He wanted to play with it. Yeah. And, and eat and it afterwards. Take a bite out of it when Mando wasn't looking. Yeah. yeah. You, you never know. I mean, <laughs> just the father son thing. We're getting like, you know, the don't play with your food, you know, all this, this progression that we're getting like i'm curious if he's he's probably gonna have a hard time letting go of this kid if if the time ever comes he has to oh yeah you think he's gonna have a hard time we're all gonna have a fucking hard time <laughs> yeah. no, don't don't no. let him go <laughs> yeah yeah no, but I, like maybe in future seasons of the mandalorian he becomes like a sidekick you know like you know you know like 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 robin to to batman or something and he builds his armor yeah. they sleep together oh wait, they actually do sleep together already in the same compartment well he can kind of fit in there i mean where else are you gonna put the kid yeah he's got his own little look. come on yeah i'm just saying that. like you know is it, uh, next thing you know he's no. the man he's he's gonna no. he's a mandalorian ward no he's oh, a mandalorian God. ward oh uh, goodness mm. gracious all right all so right. i also <laughs> want to mention um katie sackoff did tweet so when the episode premiered on friday she tweeted blue heart hi blue heart and so, of course, everyone, like, responded to it. Um, one of the tweets was, like, from Buck to Wars, a Star Wars story. Because, of course, she played Starbuck in uh, Battlestar Galactica. And then she later tweeted, mind blown and overwhelmed by this entire experience. It all started a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And I'm so excited by the response to my girl, Bo-Katan. I hope you all love her as much as I do. Blue and then a bunch of blue hearts. This is the way. Hashtag Mandalorian. She misspelled Mandalorian. And then she later tweeted and said, P.S. I've been drinking. I know I spelled Mandalorian wrong. I've been celebrating, so kill me with my dark saber. Yeah, I saw that. That was, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> oh, she she's also uh in that movie with uh Rid Riddick. The, the That's the... right. Yeah. Oh, she is. I have not yeah. seen that in a while. When 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 you saw you know, uh, Bo-Katan's, uh you know, dark sabers. You know what I mean. <laughs> she was also in a season yeah. of Twenty Four where she was really good. It was right after Battlestar Galactica ended. Yeah. So that's that's where I know her from is Battlestar Galactica. Like she was my favorite character from that show. And um, it was a it was like a at that time was a very controversial. Um, casting no, I, because, because yeah, starbuck I, was a guy i remember yeah i know and, and like uh, I every, everybody was saying like fuck this fuck yeah, this but, we, we, but don't want, never, we don't want I, a female starbuck i was blah, too blah, blah, young blah. 
I was too young. I, I never saw the, the originals. Well, so when I got well, introduced to that character, not by only her. that, the diehard Battlestar Galactica fans don't respect the, the remake. They just don't. I used to work with a guy who was a diehard Battlestar Galactica fan, and he hated that shit. He thought it was hmm. a, he thought it was an affront to the series. So um, if you a, talk to diehard Battlestar Galactica fans, they do not like the the new one. They just don't. As a, as a as a science uh, science fiction uh, aficionado like myself, um, I kind of like the new Battlestar Galactica better. It is better structurally because yeah. it just it's dramatically structurally the writing it's all better like but at the same time you the have nostalgia to argue, yeah the nostalgia but at, well grow. not only that you have to you cannot take away from the fact that in 2005 they had a lot more to work with than the Battlestar Galactica did in the late 70s and the 80s they mm-hmm. had way more technology to work with so of course it's going to be better it's going to look better it's going to act better because no, they but just I, had, I, I actually they liked had more her. resources than the original did I actually liked her as Starbuck more than the like the, the, the original casting because like in, in the original uh, Battlestar Galactica Starbuck was kind of a dick you know what I mean well, he was a goof too. Yeah, like so. he was kind of a fucking goof. Like you're like, eh. okay. So real quick, sorry, I'm gonna bring this back to the the episode that we were talking about. Um, <clears throat> something else that is becoming a re- reoccurring theme this season is that everyone's hungry after that Beskar armor. It's like the dude's walking around wearing gold. Everybody wants it, and then because he's a lone wolf, he's kind of at at a um, disadvantage you know like you noticed when they kept helping him out like they helped him out when he was when the other corn was butthurt and said, you killed my brother and then the other mandos come down and they all just without hesitation execute oh, Bo-Katan there with the badass words no i killed your brother I, yeah <laughs> I, was God, like, I, I was like shit <laughs> i love and that scene. just popped up i'm like mando was just like what the fuck happened right now yeah that scene was so badass and that's that's what i'm talking about is like they're we're seeing more and more they're better off as pack animals than lone wolves you know what i mean and and they're so much more lethal i mean taking out all those stormtroopers you know and stuff like that so that is what i wanted to mention and then also the fact at the very beginning of the of the chapter where he's coming down red hot uh i saw this a tweet and i retweeted it i noticed mike that you liked it as well yep um uh lucia brian i don't even know how to say her last name but lucia caught this um she said like father like daughter bryce dallas howard don't think i didn't catch that awesome homage paid to your dad considering that apollo 13 is my favorite favorite movie i caught it right away and it like she's putting side to side the scenes from Apollo 13 is where the uh, it's the Apollo's coming through uh, the atmosphere, oh, and the, con- okay, the okay. condensation and the cockpit, the water dripping, and then like I mean for shot for shot it looks very similar. And I I didn't catch that I, when I saw the water dripping down. I'm like, man, what does that remind me of? Like I thought I thought of something, but I, um, when I saw this, I just I had to share it. And then even Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, Said nice catch, one hundred percent correct. Smiley face. Confirmed it. Yep. So uh, I just like I just realized today 
that uh, just tonight that uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is uh, Ron Howard's daughter. <laughs> Are you serious? Wow. I'm fucking serious. I like I didn't add I, I didn't <laughs> add like one plus one. The more I was you just know. Like, I was like. Yeah, no kidding. I, I, I just, I just, I, I just know her as. I don't see how you couldn't have known she was a part of that family. She's as ugly as her fucking uncle. Clint Howard, so. <laughs> oh, jeez. What? Wow. I so. think she's fucking hot. She's a fucking butt ugly cricket looking oh bitch. Oh, my God. Oh. And there oh. we go. There's our future shot at interviewing Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> Fuck her. We'll, we will be all right without her. Oh, my oh, God. Man. The director of like it's my Sasha favorite chapter so far. So I've got some fun yeah. facts here. This is from Entertainment Weekly. Okay. Bo Khan's helmet design is inspired by a barn owl, and her character name was inspired by Mandalorian director and executive producer Dave Filoni's cat, nicknamed Boogie, plus cat, plus his wife's name Anne. So Bo Katan. Those are those are rookie facts, man. Come on, what do you got? New ones that I don't know about? Well, this is from Entertainment. Oh, shit. So. Hey, did you know that Ahsoka Tano was going to be in this episode? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> did you know Kuya? You should shut up. Beautiful. Let him let him, let him finish his fun facts. That was fucking beautiful. Uh, what else? Yeah, you got did for you us, know Mike? Boba Fett was going to be in this in the season? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I did. Oh yeah, uh, that, sure. that was Captain Rex, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Django Fett with the stitches on the on the neck. Oh, and then the Mister Freeze like robotic legs popping out like a spider. <laughs> yeah, all right. Of which the little like slug like spider at the end, which I thought was gonna, of course, like almost like get to baby a face hugger. Yeah, that looked very face hugger too. Yeah, it yeah. Did. And then of course, like Mando catches him right at that second, and then squeeze when he- it. When they jump to hyperspace, something comes off of the uh, the uh, razor crest. Yeah, like a little panel. Yeah, yeah, floats away. So, but yeah, um, I would be surprised uh, if we again. I have a feeling like we may not see Ahsoka immediately at the next chapter. It may take a while. It may be a journey to find her. It could be a hologram. It could be a hologram. It could be a season finale appearance. You never know. It yep. could be. Yeah. It could very well be. But either way, we know she's going to show up because <laughs> her name was fucking dropped. <laughs> so I will I will hold my opinion on the casting rumors when we see her in person because like, I, I do want to talk about that, but I'll wait till we see her this season. Oh. Yeah, um, that's another thing. There's still a lot of fans who are hoping that it will be Ashley Eckstein. Yeah. Uh, because, of course, uh, what's her name? Katie Sackhoff voiced Bo-Katan in the Clone Wars animated series and Rebels and now got to play her in Flesh and Blood. And she just pulled it off. Like, And that was another thing that I want to mention. To see to see this character in, in, uh, in animation and then come to live action is just absolutely great because it it's the same character like it's the same thing like it was really awesome to see that and that's what i was that's why i was freaking out and a lot of a lot of star wars fans may have forgotten that this is not the first animated character to be brought back the lot to be brought to live action in star wars um uh, yeah we got uh rogue ones um what's his name 
What's his name? Gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Saul Guerrero. For- yeah. Forrest Whitaker. Saul Five. Guerrero. With, uh, with, with, with that character, we never get to spend as much time with him in the, um, in the animated series as we do with Bo-Katan. So we see more episodes of Bo-Katan than Saw Gerrera when you compare both characters. Yeah, so, we saw Saw in a few episodes of Rebels. There was like maybe three, I think a handful, uh, maybe three or four episodes where Saw was a very big part of it. Right. Bo-Katan was a part of every Mandalorian episode, pretty much. Exactly. Because wherever her sister was, Duchess Satine Kreez, there she was. Oh, yeah. um, Obi-Wan's uh, baby mama, right? <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Cool. But, um, um, but he, he is, so here's a, here's a trivia question for you, Jester. Okay. What you Who got? is the first, I guess, I could be, okay, so I, I have to be careful in the way I word this. Okay. Who would be the first animated character, Star Wars animated character that was introduced <laughs> that was introduced in animation and then brought to live action and like immediately like rose to popularity? The first animated character to start an animation and then go to live action. Or I guess you can say immediately from animation become really popular and then of course just become even more popular in live action that's a good question i that's i weird. can't think of one holy shit boba fucking fit we saw him i thought we saw him in empire strikes back first and then oh, the holiday holy shit he was introduced in the holiday special as oh. a cartoon character oh no <laughs> there goes your boba fett card my friend <laughs> no Oh no! Okay, oh, I'm, no. I'm handing it to you right now. <laughs> have it back. And just missing because we, I didn't see you at work. Like I was telling, I was telling Skinhead, uh, like because we don't get to see him on Thursdays and Fridays. It's fun to mess with him, like on Wednesdays and of course during the podcast. But again, Ahsoka motherfucking Tano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm glad we save it for the podcast. It's good entertainment. Yeah. So. Um, but no, I'm excited. I really am. You know, I loved this episode because just, just so it, it, much. It was it was the best filler episode yet. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it was the best yeah. PPJ filler sandwich episode. I've seen it three <laughs> times. I've seen the chapter yeah. three times. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> I killed I, it. Like I, I watched normally it twice watched. Today. I normally watch cha- the chapters like twice, but yeah. I went a third like um, last night as soon as I got home from work again. I watched it again. And then this morning with, with the wife and the kids, um, we watched it and man, it was incredible. That's so good. Oh. I love it. I love the, it was nice seeing the, I don't even know what that, that ship's called. It was nice seeing that ship again that we saw. I think it was introduced in rebels. I could be totally wrong, but for me, it was introduced in rebels where the tie, like I think it held like four tie fighters underneath it. And uh, we saw it a lot. And then in this episode of the Mandalorian, like to see it live action, was really oh, the the supply ship that they, they the supply hide ship yeah uh huh right. no it no. was um it, it was on 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 a live action movie like they 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 said it was on on a, on a live action movie before Did they i just can't in, remember which one they have it in rogue one i think i think it was rogue one hmm but i'm not sure okay <coughs> yeah no i could be told i could be totally wrong but it was just cool seeing it like that um and i love the i just love the way they're driving home 
this imperial like long live the empire as he shoots both the pilots and you know climbs into the into the driver's seat and just <laughs> dive bombs to like destroy it all and the the cyanide um electric pill or whatever you want to call that thing yeah, i think he he, he bit a, a nice touch. He, he bit a battery or something <laughs> no yeah it was just it was just such a nice touch to that like where they were thought of like from the very beginning you know i i love that and and <clears throat> moff gideon's very menacing uh message you know just well it's already too late so you know what to do like they're they're willing to do whatever it takes to to see the empire come back <clears throat> which we might see we might see some first order stuff you know because it, i i can only imagine with what they're doing <clears throat> so right because we're technically we're technically 25 years away from the force awakens so, and I was reading somewhere that they were mentioning that the empire, not even all of the empire's remnants may not even know what fully happened at the Battle of Endor. Right. Because, yeah, like, you know, every, everybody's like, like far away. Yeah. Right, exactly. And then there's going to be miscommunication and all these other things that happened. So yeah. it's really fast. People might say, like, you know, the, the, the mail-in ballots of... Uh, the decision of <laughs> of the explosions and stuff like that, and we have to wait. You know that could be fake news, right? You know well, it's also in um in Star Wars Battlefront in the game. Is it Battlefront or Battlefront Two? Like the Battlefront reboot. Two. Are you talking about? Are you talking about the EA version? Yes, the EA version. Okay. Not, not the gold standard classic of PS2. Like oh my. Right. God. Thank you for clarifying. Version, Thank you. So. Yeah. Um. So when the uh, Operation Cinder. Mm-hmm. When the when the emperor dies, there's these like droid like faceless droids that have a hologram message from the emperor that tell that basically communicates to all uh, imperial head officers or you know officers or uh, of note to like tell them execute Operation Cinder, where mm-hmm. basically it's um I'm trying to remember what Operation Cinder was, uh, find rebel bases and destroy them. No, it was it was um goodness. I'm I, why am I having a hard time remembering? It was like eradicating any uh oh my gosh. So here it says Operation Cinder is to begin at once. Resistance, rebellion, defiance. These are concepts that can cannot be allowed to persist. You are but one of many tools by which these ideas shall be burned away. So it was carried out by the Galactic Empire as a means of devastating several Imperial planets in four years after the Battle of Yavin, only a few weeks following the Battle of Endor. The operation was part of the contingency, a plan devised by Emperor Palpatine to ensure that the Empire and its enemies did not outlive him should he ever perish. The plan was put into action following the Emperor's death during the Battle of Endor, Imperial forces place satellites in orbit of planets to form a climate disruption array. Electrical storms and other extreme weather events would begin to ravage targeted planets. Operations mm-hmm. Cinder lasted for at least three months after an attack on Naboo, the homeworld of Emperor Sheev Palpatine, and a rallying point for many Imperial sympathizers. Other worlds that were targeted included Vardos, Burnin Khan, Kandovant, Abednedo, 
Kaminor. I don't, man, my God, I don't even recognize these planets. Yeah, I don't either. End of the war in five, uh, five years after the Battle of Yavin, the secret contingency was clandestinely carried out to rebuild the empire in the unknown regions. Though the New Republic was mm. triumphant and survived the Galactic War. So. That would be an interesting little tie-in if Moff Gideon mentions Operation Cinder. Right. That would be an interesting like call. If, if he if Moff Gideon was like the the head person for Cinder, Cinder, he's a Moff. I would assume that he would probably be one that got that message. Right. So kind of cool. We'll see. Uh, um. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the next chapter. So is Moff like short for motherfucking officer? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, actually, what does Moff stand for? I think I googled it once. Moff. Yeah, Moff. Don't, don't misspell it because. <laughs> Muff. Muff. Hmm. Right, guys, mm. I, I gotta take a break. I gotta watch a couple things to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Moff, it says here. What does Moff mean? As far as what Gideon's ranking means, a Moff is an imperial governor in charge of a sector of space under the Empire's control. You likely first heard of the term Moff in A New Hope, thanks to Grand Moff Tarkin, who was the leader of the rest of the regional governors. Uh, okay. Yep. So we'll, he would definitely get Operation Cinder. Oh, so Tarkin is a uh, McConnell, in a sense, for... For the Senate here in, uh, oh, in America. Geez. Yeah, let's not let's not let's not do that. No, no but I'm just saying it's, it's something similar. Like he's he's the head of the Senate. <laughs> I am the yeah, Senate. The Senate. Yeah. So, all right, all righty. That's that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Thirty-five minutes, the shortest chapter so far, and yet. Star Wars at its motherfucking finest. Mm, baby. Because there you Asopatano will find <laughs> It was just it was just perfect raw Star Wars, regardless of who was mentioned, regardless of what happened, just the the action, the the storytelling, the introduction for Bo Katan for people that like my pop that have not seen the Clone Wars of Rebels, to where you don't gotta know her whole you don't gotta know her whole backstory. You know, she just comes in. She will tell you. She gives you. She gives you the important information, and she's out. You know, it's it's perfect storytelling for like, awesome. I also want to mention uh, for those that are not familiar with the Clone Wars animated series, if you're watching The Mandalorian on Disney Plus, you can easily all the Clone Wars seasons are there, so you can knock out a few episodes each day, each night, whatever, whenever you have time. Your break at work. What the 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 episodes are mostly 22-minute episodes. They have some three-episode arcs. They have some four-episode arcs. You can knock that down within an hour and a half to two hours. Um, but I would suggest, and you don't have to watch them all in chronological order, because there's actually there's actually a very mishmash um, order in the ep- the way the episodes are uh, are released. So canonically, in the Clone Wars series itself. But you can easily Google like which episodes you want to watch. If you want to focus on Bo-Katan, you can easily Google that. And there's guides out there. If you want to brush up on Ahsoka Tano, you can easily find that. So whether it's Clone Wars or Rebels, um, I highly suggest it because it will add so much more to informing yourself of the character and what they've been through at that point. And then when you see them in live action. 
So it's really cool. Or now, and you know, maybe maybe you're just first introduced to Bo-Katan in The Mandalorian, which is totally fine and absolutely great. Now you can look back at where she's been and what's happened to her in the past. So yeah, it's it's really cool. And again, it doesn't matter. This really proves that it doesn't matter how short uh, a chapter is or whatever, um, whatever it is. It's the quality, quality over quantity. And uh, I forgot to mention this uh, on the last episode or the last chapter review uh, as a side note, there is a great social media uh, account of Star. Uh, so it's, I think it's called Star Wars Kids on YouTube. If you go YouTube search that account, Star Wars Kids, they have these short animation um, stories of basically uh, of, of Star Wars in animated form, 2D animated form. And they basically tell like, they have, they basically highlight characters. There's the Millennium Falcon, there's Rise of the Resistance, there's, uh, there's Darth Vader, there's uh, Luke Skywalker. The most recent one is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it basically tells the, the, the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi within what, a few minutes. It's, it's in a minute, a minute and six seconds. It tells you the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi from episode one, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, The Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith, to A New Hope. And it's just this awesome, like one minute and six seconds. It tells you a great story of the character. And it, when I saw that, it got me so much more excited for that, ser- uh, that one-off series that's cu- coming up with starring Ewan McGregor of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So this just proves to show you it's all about quality over quantity. Dave Filoni and John Favreau are just at the top of the game right now. I can't wait till the day they announce Dave Filoni will get his own Star Wars film, whatever that will be, whether it will be an Ahsoka film or it'll be something entirely new. The ball, the ball in, is, is in his court. This guy has learned from George Lucas. He's learned from the best, from the original fucking source material. And he knows you. And he, he knows, knows who you are. And he, fucking, I'm, I'm hoping you're afraid. Name, name drop Dave Filoni right now in this podcast, God damn it! because he looked at you, stared at you and said, hey, filmmaker Mike. I will never forget that day. When Jesus <laughs> Christ. I was standing at Star Wars Celebration. We, uh, the Rebel Force Radio, back then, they had a different name. They were doing a live podcast on the convention floor. And of course, there was a bunch of us crowding and watching um, Jason and uh, Jason Swank and Jimmy Mack, the host. And Dave Filoni was there. He was, they were interviewing Dave Filoni. And I was just feet, like maybe five feet away from Dave Filoni. And then he's looking, as he's talking, he's looking at the crowd. And then he says, hey, filmmaker Mike. And I was like, holy shit. Like he recognized me because I did at, like I did that uh, YouTube video that I was going to Lucasfilm and everything. Like, man, it's just, it's awesome. So and that's when Mike had to change his pants. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, I would have changed Pretty my much. pants. But the, there is, there really is a magic. And I've seen this in action. When Dave Filoni takes off that hat, no one recognizes him. <clears throat> really he's, walk, he's walking around the convention floor he can easily blend in no way and i'd recognize hat, him when he was able to go he was able to weave through crowds without that hat no one no one stopped him when that hat is on 
people recognize him. Interesting. Yep. Uh, it's like the Indiana Jones thing, yeah? No. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. And uh, a shout out to his wife, Anne, who is also a Star Wars author and a great, great uh, person to follow on social media. I love her posts and she's a great writer. And I, if I'm not mistaken, she is uh, a college professor as well. And um, man, for inspiring Dave Filoni, the man himself. <clears throat> really great stuff. But yeah, uh, I can't wait to see also eventually when this season is done, I can't wait to see the gallery episodes we're going to be getting for season two, all the behind the scenes on the filler episodes. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> so, no? Yeah, I can't wait for all the details. There's gonna be an episode dedicated to um, the the crate or cryet dragon. There's gonna be most maybe an episode dedicated to Boba Fett. Maybe, maybe. I better I hope so. Fill an episode with that. There will definitely be a fucking episode dedicated, maybe two, to Ahsoka motherfucking Tano. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see. But yeah, um, great chapter. I can't wait for the next. Any last words? Any final thoughts? Maybe from the maybe from the other two guys that uh, barely talked this this episode. I know it was me and Mike high fiving each other the entire time. From the time, Star so. Trek fans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck Star Wars. I don't <laughs> give a fuck about this series. Kirk's better than fucking Luke Skywalker. Data's way better than fucking Boba Fett. He makes Boba Fett look like a pussy. I don't give a fuck about Star Wars. Fuck Star Wars. Oh, you know Han Solo would take on Kirk. <laughs> he bit the dust by some fucking emo little fucking teenage kid. Ooh. He ain't gonna step to Kirk. From his son. He ain't stepping to fucking Kirk. Get he sacrificed out. himself. Yeah, he sacrificed himself, all right. He'd shoot Kirk first. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would. Well, then it would get edited where Kirk would shoot, and then Han would shoot right afterwards. No, no, because Kirk, yeah. Kirk, Kirk wouldn't even say. He was like, Han! <laughs> By the way, I was, I was driving earlier, and I did see a license plate, and it said Han. Oh, that's cool. And I wanted to point out, and I was like, I'm the Je- motherfucking Jedi right here, because my license plate says Jedi on it. Yeah, yeah, I like, know. <laughs> like, like I told you earlier, I I appreciated this uh, filler episode. It's the best one yet, and it, it was awesome. Um, I, I like the fact that uh, Bo-Katan and uh, the rest of the Mandalorians were there. It was cool. Um, Sasha Banks was hot. You know, she didn't have to say nothing. Like she was just there. Very awesome. Very Boba Fett like. You know, in in that quiet storm, quiet fucking strength. You know. You gotta, you just gotta admire that that booty. I mean, that that uh, intensity of, of uh, the character. You know what I mean? Performance. Yeah, but but yeah, she's like again. I'm I'm more intrigued now to the next episode. Again, like I, the hope is like Ahsoka Tano's there. Probably not gonna happen. Maybe a hologram. It could be Ezra Maybe Bridger. Ezra Bridger. It could be, it could be it could be somebody else. It could be whatever. It could be another filler episode, whichever. It doesn't matter. It could be um uh Apollo Creed or uh Gina Carano, whichever. So it, it could be either one of those uh things, but hey, you know what? Uh I like I told you guys, 
in the at the very beginning that this you know this series like intrigues me. So I'm like I'm looking forward to the next uh, episode again. So yeah, uh, long live uh, Corva, you know, Hadi, uh, Sasha Banks. Mm. <laughs> All righty. Well, that does about it for our chapter 11 review of The Heiress. Of course, The Heiress herself is Bo-Katan, if you didn't know. Oh, I knew that. Throne and the dark saber itself. Mm. So, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on social media on Instagram at FMANDTB. That's for the Instagram of the show. And you can follow me on Instagram at Filmmaker Mike and on Twitter at Jedi Mike 1128. Chester. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Sequester J and then on Instagram as the Sequester Jester. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter for lots of retweets of dumb stuff, but it's fun. It's, it's interesting. And then uh, I look forward to your feedback. Kuya, up to you, man. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, but I, I'm thinking of like uh, creating a new account so that like it'll be more focused on uh, podcast stuff, uh, stuff that I like, uh, like reviewing like things that I like. So I'm talking about stuff that I like because like the Instagram that I have right now is uh, more of a personal one. So you can follow me there too if you want. Uh, James the Fortress with a number four. If not, you know, uh, just wait. Uh, I'm th- I'm still thinking of a good name for uh, for for that uh, that other IG account. So we'll see. Pinhead. Yeah, I just got my Instagram. You can check me out at uh, Pinhead198. I'll be the guy saying, fuck Star Wars and fuck John Cena. So you know where to go. Be doing a lot of pre-shows. I didn't get to do one tonight because I was fucking busy. But be doing mostly horror movie talk over there. Like I said, I'll be doing the Phantasm recap here pretty soon. So check it out on on my Instagram. That's about all I have because I don't. Oh, do- uh, Pinhead, I saw Scanners the other day or the other I night. Like it. I like it. It's funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of Cronenberg's best. Like that shit's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that like we can we can talk about it after after the podcast because it was it's fun. It's a fun watch. Yeah, it definitely is. All right, all right Well, that does about it. Thank you guys for listening. And until the next chapter, this is the way. This is the way. Or as uh, Kuya would say, I have spoken. <laughs> have you spoken, Kuya? Boba means boy and boy action. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> I soak up on the fucking title, bitches. <laughs>